Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Come Follow Me Today, a brief message to help us experience an additional spiritual moment in our otherwise complicated lives. My name is Caleb Sanford, and thank you for joining me as we accept Christ's invitation to follow him today. A couple weeks ago, I gave you the challenge to start sharing each episode of this show that you listen to with one other person you care about. I just did a little math, and if everyone shared each episode one time with someone who then became a subscriber to the show, in about 20 episodes, we would go from 100 core listeners to over 100 million. Now that's some good missionary work. I think I could get those 20 episodes done by Pioneer Day if you'll do the rest. Deal? Okay. In the last couple episodes, we covered the teachings of Abinadi to King Noah and his priests found in the book of Mosiah. One of the interesting things I mentioned last time was that Abinadi's words about Christ, while incredibly powerful, only converted one person, a priest by the name of Alma. Well, Alma then went on to impact the entire Nephite nation of thousands. It started, though, in chapter 18 of the book of Mosiah, with a small group of people who listened as Alma began to teach the words of Abinadi in a place called Mormon. Quote, And it came to pass, after many days, there were a goodly number gathered together at the place of Mormon to hear the words of Alma. Yea, all were gathered together that believed on his word, to hear him. And he did teach them, and did preach unto them repentance and redemption and faith on the Lord. Like any good missionary, Alma then proceeds to invite his little band of followers to be, quote, baptized in the name of the Lord, as a witness before him that ye have entered into a covenant with him, that ye will serve him and keep his commandments, that he may pour out his spirit more abundantly upon you, end quote. Now, this is really only the second time so far in the Book of Mormon that we have extensive teaching about baptism. If you remember chapter 31 of 2 Nephi, Nephi does a great job of explaining why it is so important to be baptized. Quote, And now if the Lamb of God, he being holy, should have need to be baptized by water to fulfill all righteousness, oh then, how much more need have we, being unholy, to be baptized, yea, even by water? But notwithstanding he being holy, he showeth unto the children of men that he humbleth himself before the Father, and witnesseth unto the Father that he would be obedient unto him in keeping his commandments. And again it showeth unto the children of men the straightness of the path and the narrowness of the gate by which they should enter, he having set the example before them. And he said unto the children of men, Follow thou me. Wherefore, my beloved brethren, can we follow Jesus, save we shall be willing to keep the commandments of the Father? And the Father said, Repent ye, repent ye, and be baptized in the name of my beloved Son. Wherefore, my beloved brethren, I know that if ye shall follow the Son with full purpose of heart, acting no hypocrisy and no deception before God, but with real intent, repenting of your sins, witnessing unto the Father that ye are willing to take upon you the name of Christ by baptism, behold, then shall ye receive the Holy Ghost, and then are ye in this straight and narrow path which leads to eternal life. End quote. Okay, awesome flashback to Nephi who does an amazing job explaining why baptism is important. If anyone is listening to this that hasn't already been baptized, I'm sure you're picking up the phone right now to call your missionaries to tell them to start filling the font. But if there's one thing that Nephi doesn't cover here, it's the answer to the question, how do I know if I'm ready to enter through the gates of baptism? This is a question that many who are learning about the restored gospel of Jesus Christ are asking themselves. Twelve years ago, I was asking this same question. I'd been learning about the gospel for months, 
was attending Sunday services religiously, pun intended, had read the Book of Mormon cover to cover, and most importantly, had had many spiritual experiences that were bringing me closer to God. But I couldn't make the decision to be baptized because I wasn't sure if I was completely ready. Now, many in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints will often tell people who are learning about the church that they need to, quote, pray to know the gospel is true, pray to know the church is true, pray to know the Book of Mormon is true, pray to know that Joseph Smith was a prophet of God. I wish we would stop doing that. I remember my first Sunday attending church. It was a fast and testimony meeting. For those of you who may not be familiar, on the first Sunday of each month, we fast together as a church. And then during our main church service, rather than have people prepare to give sermons, everyone is allowed to go to the pulpit and share their testimony about Christ. This can be a really cool experience, but for someone learning about the church, or at least for me, all I heard was everyone declaring how they knew everything to be true. The gospel, the Book of Mormon, the church, the prophet. And then I was told countless times that I just needed to pray to know it's true myself. Well, this was incredibly counterproductive for me. If anything, it gave me a strong reason not to be baptized. I didn't feel like I knew that these things were true, like everyone else claimed to. I didn't know what that would even mean. And so if that was what was required to be baptized, then I wasn't ready. This is why Alma's teaching on baptism is so important. And I wish someone 12 years ago would have pulled me aside and said, don't listen to what everyone is telling you. Just read this and you'll know if you're ready. Quote, Behold, here are the waters of Mormon. And now, as ye are desirous to come into the fold of God, and to be called his people, and are willing to bear one another's burdens, that they may be light, yea, and are willing to mourn with those that mourn, yea, and comfort those that stand in need of comfort, and to stand as witnesses of God at all times and in all things and in all places. Now I say unto you, if this be the desire of your hearts, what have you against being baptized in the name of the Lord as a witness before him that ye have entered into a covenant with him, that ye will serve him and keep his commandments, that he may pour out his spirit more abundantly upon you? And now when the people had heard these words, they clapped their hands for joy and exclaimed, this is the desire of our hearts, End quote. Alma doesn't once mention the need to pray about the gospel to know if it's true. Nor do the baptismal interview questions that modern-day missionaries use mention the need to know anything. And in fact, the scriptures teach us in Doctrine and Covenants that while some may receive a true knowledge that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, others of us will be given the gift to believe on their words, and will all end up in the same place in the end. So instead of teaching his people to kneel down and pray about his teachings to know if the gospel is true, Alma teaches them, and us, that it's about the desires of our heart. Do we desire to join God's people? Are we willing to help those in need and help carry each other's burdens? Are we willing to have empathy with those who are mourning and provide comfort to those struggling through hard times? Are we desirous to stand as witnesses of God at all times? And if this is what our heart wants, Alma asks us, what possible reason could we have for not wanting to be baptized? and enter into a covenant with God to serve him and keep his commandments, so that he may pour out his spirit upon us. Most importantly, when we think about these things, do we clap our hands for joy and exclaim, this is the desire of my heart? Well, 
When I finally realized that it didn't matter what I knew or didn't know, believed or didn't believe, but rather what, that what was important was that I wanted to be part of God's family. I wanted to change my life. I wanted to serve other children, to make a covenant with him to keep his commandments so that I could have the spirit of God more in my life. When I realized that it was these things that determined whether I was ready to be baptized and that it was the desire of my heart to move forward, that's when I made the decision. Every week since then, and for you if you've already been baptized, when we participate in the sacrament ordinance, we have the opportunity to remember these desires of our hearts and to renew our commitment to our Heavenly Father, and most importantly, continue to make the decision to accept our Savior's invitation to follow him today. Thank you for listening, and please remember to share this episode with someone you know. I'll see you next time as we consider the challenges that Alma's people faced after they made the decision to be baptized.